Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Last night about this time, I told the Lord, I said, Lord, you know, we just got 24 hours, and it'll be time to be there. Amen. Sister Michelle, he didn't answer me back, but I sure hope he came with me. Amen. I sure hope he came with me. do want to say that I appreciate each and every one of y'all. This is our uh, six-year anniversary with y'all. It probably seems like 16 years. I understand that. Sharon and I have been together 35 years, and I think she feels it's our 50th anniversary by now. So I know y'all must feel the same way, Brother Everett, but we do appreciate y'all putting up with us for six years. We appreciate all the help, all the prayers, all the giving, physically and financially, y'all do for the Lights for Christ Church in Chiefland. Uh, we appreciate y'all so very much. Appreciate the opportunity Pastor gave, gave us to be standing behind this desk this evening. So I'll quit rambling and we'll get to preaching. Uh, In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13 and 16, we'll read those and you can be seated. It says, Wherefore, taking unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. And tonight I want to talk to you about, in verse 16, and it says, Above all, the church say, Above all taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So tonight, for just a few moments, I'd like to talk to you about the shield of faith. Join me as we pray. And the church said, Amen. You can be seated in Jesus' name. And we're thankful for all the folks that are joining us by online this evening. Amen. Brother Larry talked to us about the, the girdle of truth or the belt of truth. And Pastor covered the breastplate of righteousness. And Brother Chris last week covered our feet being shod with the gospel of peace. Amen. So tonight I get to talk to you about the shield of faith. And Sister Amy, as uh, Brother Larry has has told me and reminded me, um, my little blue car, Brother Chris, that, that I give the Lord credit for, um, has had a dead battery for quite some time, Brother Jerry. and um, But it don't keep me from putting my foot on the brake and mashing the startup button. And Brother Kevin, it's not fired off yet. Amen. But that don't mean my faith has wavered at all, Brother Jack, because this morning... The devil said, you sure not going to try that, are you? 
Sister Lynn, I just couldn't help myself. I just had to put my foot on the brake and mash that button, and it did not start. I thought, Lord, if you'll let this work, Brother Mike, I could use this in this message tonight, man. You're talking about a great testimony and a great tie-in. It would work tonight, Sister Susan. And I could look at the evangelist and say, I told you so. But it didn't. But you know, I'm going to be like old Paul. I'm going to just keep praying. Amen. And, and, and if he don't, God's made a way for us to get a battery, and we'll move on, Brother Allen. But my point is, we're talking about the shield of faith. And I don't know why it's so hard, Brother Kevin, for people to wrap their mind around faith. But I do know why. I know at least in my mind, Brother Jack, is ever, ever since I've been a, ever since a, a child, you know, there's been things in my life that I wanted that, Brother Brian, I just never got. But, you know, I really had as much faith then that I just thought. I just knew I was going to get it, Sister Melinda, but I just didn't get it. And, and you know, I, for whatever reason, Mom and Dad just didn't produce it or didn't get it. And there was job opportunities at Winn-Dixie, Brother Larry, that I wanted that I just knew I was going to get. But, Brother Wayne, I just didn't get them. And I knew there was other things in my life that I wanted. Brother Kevin, it just didn't work out that way for me. So, you know, in all my, in my whole life, really, I've had folks that just let me down, Sister Terry. I mean, for no lack of a better word. And can I tell you, when you're talking about faith, Brother Everett, you're talking about something. Amen. And I, I believe that's why the Lord said that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, it's very simple, Brother Danny, that if we want more faith and we fix and get into that, oh, the Bible said that we get faith by his word. Amen. But can I tell you, Sister Susan, sometimes my old flesh rises up and it thinks about all the times that other people's let me down. And my faith, Brother Larry, gets a little shaken sometimes, if, if that makes sense to y'all. Because, see, I just didn't try to make that... The, the, the believe, Brother Rayleigh, that that car was going to start just so I could mess with the evangelist tonight. I did that because I've seen God work miracles in the past. Amen. And somebody said that faith without works is dead, Sister Melinda. So, so I believe that, Brother Wayne, for my faith to work, I've got to engage that thing. Amen. That's what I've always been taught, Brother Orlando, to put that faith, engage it, and see what happens. But can I tell you, uh, Brother Kevin, it takes, a, for lack of a better word, it takes a lot of faith to put your faith to work. Because, Brother Everett, when it don't come through, the devil just says, see, I told you so. And disappointment is a powerful tool in his arsenal. I mean, you can say what you want, Sister Campbell, but we can pray and pray and pray, and when it don't happen, can I tell you, even spiritual people get downtrodden. I mean, you read about Elijah. I mean, you know, this man calls fire down from heaven and just, man, just the miraculous shuts the heavens up for the, the Jesus said for three and a half years. And a woman said, you just go tell him by this time tomorrow, he's going to be where my prophets are. Amen, church. And, and it says that he took off and ran because one person, so can I tell you that discouragement is a powerful tool that the devil uses against you and I. But that's why I believe when, when he wrote this, Paul wrote this in Ephesians, he said, above all, 
above the girdle of truth, above breastplate of righteousness, and above the gospel of peace. You need the shield of faith because in Paul's time, that shield was about four and a half foot tall and about two and a half foot wide. They'd cover it in animal hide and they'd wet it so when they went to, a lot of times when they went into cities, folks would be up on the ledge up there shooting arrows down in them and they'd catch on fire but they they put that hide in there and wet it down so that would go out and they also used those shields to push back against the enemy and sometimes if they had enough of them they would make a circle and then they they'd have something on the inside and they'd all turn their shields up and, and you know like a gopher has a, a turtle shell that's what that kind of a, a defensive mechanism that they had but I was thinking about that four-and-a-half-foot shield. You know, people like me and Brother Orlando, we'd be in trouble. I mean, I don't know that I'd want to tow the shield four-and-a-half-foot tall. You know what I'm saying? Me and Brother Orlando, we might just have to look for somebody a little stronger. You know, maybe our Brother Toby would be right there. We could let them have some of our shield or something. But I said that to say this, Sister Susan, that sometimes our faith can get heavy. And can I tell you, in a, in a battle, can I tell you that sometimes those shields got heavy? Might have been that people would let those shields down and just say, you know, I really just don't need those right now, Sister Michelle. Can I tell you, if we ever let our faith go down? See, Sister Mary, it's easy while we're sitting in the congregation of the righteous and the God's moving and God's miraculous healing powers is at work. It's easy to grab a hold of that faith banner. Amen. See, the thing about the shield of faith, Brother Jerry, could be used in so many manners. And can I tell you, not only does the shield of faith protect you from the enemy, but it protects all the other thing that Paul was talking about. It protects all your armor that you've got on. So, Sister Joy, faith is a powerful thing. The Bible said in, in Hebrews 11 and 1, says, Now faith, church say now faith, is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Verse 6 in the same chapter, this is pretty powerful. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So can I tell you, Sister Shannon, if we're trying to please God, we have to have faith. Because God is not moved by tears. He's not moved by shouting. He's not moved by running and jumping and screaming. He's moved by faith. Faith moves God. Brother and that's why he told us that faith comes by the word. Because the more word that we get inside of us, which is God's word, the more faith is going to grow. And can I tell you, Brother Mike, the more that we exercise our faith, the more we see God do, that grows our confidence. Amen. Amen. Will you remember back when Angel Gabriel told Mary that the Holy Ghost was going to overshadow her and she was going to conceive a child? And she said... How can this be, knowing I know not a man? And Gabriel said, with God, nothing. Church say nothing is impossible with God. Church, we can make it to heaven on that one scripture. 
can I tell you, Sister Amy, if we'll get that on the inside of us, because you may not have had to fight the devil today. You may not have had to fight him yesterday. You may not have had to fight him last month. But Sister Terry, rest assured, be rest assured, he's coming. He's coming. But can I tell you, Brother Brian, adversary that comes to our house as Christians is never meant to drive us away. It's always meant to drive us closer to Jesus. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. I thought about how in Luke 17 and 5 and 6, I find this very amazing of all the things that, you know, when the disciples, uh, Brother Chris asked the Lord to teach them to pray. The Lord taught them how to pray. He, he quoted a prayer and said, this is the way you do that. And Sister Chelsea, when they needed a lesson on humility, he, he told them about, he showed them about washing each other's feet and how he was the king, but he, he, he got down in, in humility and washed feet. But they said in Luke 17, 5 and 6, and the apostle said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. And Brother Jack, that's a pretty powerful request, ain't it? I mean, I've prayed that myself. Have you ever prayed and it just seemed like they just went to the ceiling and come right back down? Or maybe, Brother Everett, they didn't even get to the ceiling. It just didn't seem like, amen? So the disciples said, Lord, increase our faith. Brother Jerry, you would have thought, now he's got a great recipe and we're fixing to understand how we're going to have our faith increase, Brother Kevin. But if you'll read the next scripture with me, and it said in verse 6, And the Lord said, If ye had faith as a grain of a mustard seed, ye might say unto this sycamine tree, Be thou plucked up by the roots, and be thou planted into the sea, and it should obey you. And Brother Orlando, if you read verse 7, it has nothing to do with faith. If you read verse 4 and 1 through 4, it has nothing to do, Brother Rayleigh, with faith. The Lord just plugs this in, and he said, if ye have faith, as a grain of a mustard seed. But Brother Wayne, he really didn't give them a recipe on how to increase their faith. I believe it's because the Bible says that every man is given the measure of faith. See, Brother Jack, I believe that the Lord already knows we've got all the faith that we need. All we need is faith in him. We just need a, a, just a grain, just a little bit, but ever what God's already gave us. We just need to, Sister Susan, let that faith go to work. If we want our faith to increase, somebody said one time, he said, faith that has not been tested is faith that cannot be trusted. Faith that has not been trusted is faith that cannot I mean, faith that's being tested is faith that cannot be trusted. So I believe what the Lord's telling us is disciples and telling me and you, Brother Larry, is I've already gave you all the faith that you need. You need more faith. You need to get more J-E-S-U-S in your life. Because I, I'm confident, Brother Jack, that everybody sitting in here has had God work a miracle in their life. If it ain't no more than just saving me and you, Sister Lana, from where we come from. If you don't think that's a miracle, you just look around in your friends and your family. 
Amen, Sister Chelsea. And you just think about what a great faith that God allowed you and me. Because can I tell you, it took faith for me and you to grab a hold of that opportunity that God presented to us, Sister Michelle. So, so our faith needs to be tested, Brother Everett. And for us, if we think our faith is, is kind of lacking, Paul wrote in 2 Timothy in chapter 1, verse 5 through 7, this is what he told Timothy. He said, when I call to remembrance the unfringed faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and he said, I am persuaded. But Larry, he said, I am persuaded. He's saying, I'm convinced. Now, Timothy, you may not see it. You may not believe it. But Brother Kevin, he's saying, I know it's inside you. He knows it's there. But Brother Larry, he had some great advice for Timothy. He said, wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thy stir up the gift of God. See, Sister Amy, that's why it's important that we need to remind ourselves what God's done for us. Not what we've done for ourselves, Brother Jack. Amen? But what God's done for us. How do you stir up something inside you? You just keep bringing it back to mind. Amen? When you and I was out in the world, because this don't happen to us now that we say full of the Holy Ghost, been baptized in Jesus' name, got our names written in the Lamb's Book of Life. But when we was in the world and the devil tormented us and man remembered how Brother Larry mistreated me and got me mad at him, that old anger rose up. Boy, can I tell you, Sister Joy, it just stirred it up in me one more time. That could have been six years ago. Now, that don't happen to us now. I understand that now. Amen? We just walk by our enemies and bless them, Jesus. Pour out your blessings on them, Jesus. Amen? But he told Timothy, he said, Timothy, that faith's inside of you. You just need to stir it up. We're talking about the shield of faith. Can I tell you, church, that though it may be cumbersome, it might be heavy at times, it may make you the laughing stock of your friends or your family. Brother Kevin, it might be that God don't always answer our prayers all the time. But can I tell you, Brother Jerry, God's still God. And can I tell you, Brother Rayleigh, we was coming to church tonight and there was a man mowing his grass and I just said, thank you, Jesus. Because that wasn't me on that mower mowing my grass. But I was on the way to come to church. Can I tell you, Brother Larry, it's taken lots of faith in my life when my old body said, won't you just stay home just one? It, what's it going to hurt? See, Sister Chelsea, I know me. I've been with me a long time. And if I give in to my old flesh, I'll be like old Paul. I'll be fighting the enemy in just a little while. See, Sister Melinda, can I tell you, it just takes faith to roll out in the morning and look the devil eyeball to eyeball and say, we're just going to rumble today. Because somebody said, Sister Joy, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Sister Shannon, how this Satan can't compare, he can't touch that. But it takes faith, Brother Everett, to reach out there and grab that thing. He said, verse 7 said, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, 
but a power, a love, and a sound mind. So can I tell you, Brother Orlando, if spirit comes upon you, if the spirit of fear comes to torment you, you need to resist that spirit in the name of Jesus because that ain't a, something from God. God's gave you the power, the love, and of a sound mind. Church, can I tell you the shield of faith is something that will quench the fiery darts of the wicked, but it is also something, Brother Chris, that you can get behind, and you can get behind it and be protected. Because sometimes it's more than just a fiery dart, Sister Campbell, that comes at us. Amen? Sometimes it feels like it's a whole army, a whole platoon of trouble shows up. Amen? But aren't you thankful we're on the winning side, church? Aren't you thankful you go to a church, you just heard the evangelist just tell us, if there's any sick among you, let him call for the elders. Man, you at any time, at any time, Sister Jane, you can come up and say, I need prayer. And they're not going to push you to the side and say, well, we got to get through this certain part right now. Amen. They willing to engage their faith. You got brothers and sisters that'll lift you up and encourage you. Church, how can you put a price on that? The power of prayer. The power of faith. Can I remind you in Isaiah 53 and 5, the Bible says with stripes, with his stripes, we are healed. 1 Peter 2 and 24 says, by whose stripes ye were healed. Brother Jerry, he not only gave it to us in the Old Testament, he gave it to us in the New Testament. How about that, church? What a promise. When the devil says, I'm going to get you this time, you say, devil, you are a liar in Jesus' name. Brother Everett, he, can't, he couldn't do nothing with Job. He can't do nothing with you. The Lord, Paul just wrote here, said God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Aren't you thankful that Jesus paid the price, Sister Donna, for your healing and my healing? Whether it's mental, whether it's physical, or whether it's financial, the Lord's already paid the price for me and you. Church, we're blessed people. Can I tell you one more thing, Brother Brian? Everybody don't preach that behind their pulpit. Think about how blessed of people we are, Sister Susan, that we get to come together with like-minded folks that believe like you and I believe. And, Brother Wayne, if we don't have the faith that we've got, it ain't unattainable. We can get it. Amen? We just need to study to show ourselves approved, Brother Larry. I don't know about y'all, church, but Brother Jack, that excites me. You know, if I come up front, Brother Everett, and need prayer and, and get prayer and don't get healed, and maybe Brother Allen comes up here and God heals him or, or answers that prayer, whatever it is, you know, I don't get mad and Brother Jerry and go back to my seat and stump my little feet and say, God, I can't believe you. I'm so excited that somebody got healed. I don't always have to be healed. Can I tell you, Brother Mike, it's probably a good thing I ain't always getting healed because I may not pray as much. I may not fast as much. I may not read as much. I may not seek his face as much. Amen. I, I might be like old Nebuchadnezzar, Brother Chris. I might step out on my balcony one day and say, is this not great Babylon which I built? See, Sister Mary, there's a reason 
That's why we have the shield of faith, Brother Kevin. I really believed he was going to start my car this morning, Sister Chelsea. I so wanted to tell the evangelist, man, that's all right, Brother Kevin. Because can I tell you, I, I, I was going to save this for later, but I'm running out of later, so I'm just going to go ahead and share it with you now. I'm running out of time because I've been rambling, and I apologize. But, and I know this don't mean a lot to a lot of people, Sister Donna, but y'all that it does mean something to, you just grab a hold of it, and I appreciate it. Two Sundays ago, Brother Everett was preaching. I was coming over. Honey had to work that Sunday. I was running late as usual when she's not with me. Um, but anyway, uh, right before this store down here where Brother Danny goes and gets them ungodly pizzas he told me about. What's the name of them pizzas, Brother Danny? Hunt Brothers. Yeah, every time I go by. But anyway, I'll tell you about that later. But anyway, before I got to that store... Um, there was a gopher on the side of the road, and I don't know what it is, Sister Amy, about a gopher, but I'll just hit the ditch every time honey will scream at me. You're going to rig, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, they're God's little creature. So, you know, I, I just, I'm going to talk to Sister Amy. Sister Amy, I just couldn't help myself. I had to turn around, and darn, before I could get to the gopher, somebody run over him. I said, really, Lord? You let somebody hit him? He just I'm telling you, I'm standing in God's house. I'm telling you the truth. I picked him up, Sister Susan, took him to the other side of the road. Okay? It's a little fella, go. So I'm, and I'm not, he ain't on my mind the whole time, but through this Sunday service, I was thinking, I wonder what happened to my old gopher, you know? Faith without work, Sister Joy is dead. So I'm just thinking. So God being God, because God loves little Wayne, I, I know he does. And so I'm going home, and Brother Larry, you know what I see on the side of the road? There's my little gopher. He's coming back, Sister Amy, going the other way from which he was coming. He must be going back home, Brother Everett. I was so happy, but I told him, I said, look here, fella. You're going to get, about that time, you guessed it. Blam, 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 blam. Brother Mike, I'm telling you the truth. I know it's a good testimony. I know it is, but it's the truth. I picked the little fella up this time and took him out in the middle of the woods and left him out there, and I said, son, you need to stay out here out of the way because you're going to get killed. But I said that to say this, Sister Shannon, I just believe, and it's just me and my crazy self, I wanted to know what happened to the gopher, and the Lord had him out on the edge of the road so I could see. Because when I picked him up the first time, he had blood dripping out of him. I mean, he got hit by, I mean, but my, and I know y'all looking at me like I'm crazy, and I probably am. But this is what I want you to understand, Sister Donna, is there is nothing impossible to those that believe. See, you don't know, Brother Kevin, and God won't put an air back in your tire unless you pray about it. Because, see, here's the crazy thing. You are, I know I got Brother Jerry on that one, but here's what I'm trying to tell you. There was a time in, in these, these country, this country that we live in that people didn't have the accessibility that we've got now, Brother Jack. And there was a time in this country when we didn't have extra money in our pocket that if we wanted something, we could just go out and buy it, Brother Jack. There was a time that people had to pray that God met the need. See, there's very few times probably with any of us in this church tonight, Brother Larry, that if we get something in the mail that we really probably can't handle it on our own or have family members that can bail us out. There was a lady going to church with us, and, 
in Mount, when we went to Mount Zion in Chiefland, and she was a single lady. And Sister Terry, she said that she knew Thanksgiving was coming up and she had nothing in her house to eat. She had no way of having any food. She said she'd already made up in her mind, Brother Danny, that she was just going to tell Satan she was just going to fast. True story. This lady, all she did, she just, she just ate the word of God. She prayed all the time. She said, Lord, I'm okay with it. She said, I'll just fast and get closer to you. Brother Larry, she said, I think it was the day before Thanksgiving, somebody knocked on her door. And they said, Sister so-and-so said, we're not, not trying to embarrass you or anything else. Said, we don't know your situation. But the Lord just told us we had, they had made a complete Thanksgiving dinner with all the trimmings, Brother Orlando, and took it to her and said, we're not embarrassing you. We're not trying to impose. God just sent us to feed you. See, Sister Brittany, we probably don't have to pray about that because if you like us, by the grace of God, most of us have enough food to last us for a little while. But Brother Kevin, there might be coming a time. You might not need the shield of faith right now because you got the shield of self. Good place to say amen, church. Because I have the shield of faith. Brother Jerry talked about Sunday about all of us has probably got a little legion in him. Man, he was just dumping all on my toes. Brother Rayleigh was talking about making an altar, stepping all on my toes. But can I tell you, Brother Justin, it's really easy for us to sit here and, and say, well, you know, but, but can I tell you, if, if our faith ain't engaged, Brother Mike, and if it does get tight. See, obviously this lady I told you that prayed about her Thanksgiving, Sister Lana, she, she coming through some hard times. She understood. See, it would be the devil's pleasure to, to, to convince me and you that that shield of faith is too heavy. And Brother Wayne, you really don't need that shield of faith because you got the arm of flesh. But can I tell you, Sister Campbell, we need the shield of faith today more than ever before. Because can I tell you, church, the devil knows his destiny and he knows you and I have got a promise. And he's trying to take our promise. You better believe that, church. Because I concur with what Brother Jerry said Sunday morning. Well, you and I probably can't envision what God's got in store for me and you down the road. But I'm convinced our enemy, our, the Bible said he's our adversary, the devil. Your adversary. So... Real quickly, and I'm running to a close. We all know the story about the three Hebrew boys. And you talking about a shield of faith, Brother Danny. This is what they said in Daniel 3, 16 and 19. I know y'all can all quote it, but I just thought it would be good to remind us. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, Now, just real quickly, Sister Shannon, now let's just think about this. We all know that Shadrach, I mean, King Nebuchadnezzar had built this big tower and said when the music happens, Brother Everett, y'all all going to fall down and you're all going to worship. Now, if you don't, 
Can I tell you, our government ain't at that place right now for Brother Chris, but they can be. What would happen if, if they really did just tell us we no longer could band together and it would start being just just how much faith does you and doing does you and I have? If the government like in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, You ain't gonna do that no more. Shadrach and them said, Well, you can play the music all you want, says Amy. We're just not falling down. But I love their response here. Such Campbell, it said, and they answered, O King Nebuchadnezzar, said, We are not careful to answer thee in this matter. Said Susan, they said, I mean, just put it in cheaper language, we're not going to pick our words here. <laughs> we don't got a made up mind. Church, you got a made up mind tonight? No matter what comes or what goes, I'm going to heaven. Amen. God, help me to stand. Brother Justin, help me to stand. Amen. Don't let me look behind what's behind me and what I think I need to hold on to. Sister Michelle, let me look upward. Verse 17 said, If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. I don't know how you put a value on these three words in verse 18. But if not. Brother Wayne, they was ready to go all the way. Amen. I want to be like that. Brother Everett, I want to have a made-up mind. I want to be ready to say, but if not, what's the worst thing that's going to happen to us? You know, Brother Kevin, what's the worst thing that's going to happen to us? Amen. Somebody said somewhere in a great book, someplace said, absent from the body to be present with the Lord, Brother Chris. That's the worst thing they can do to us. Sister Chelsea, that's it. That's it. Come on. Absent from the body to be present with the Lord. That's what we're here for anyway. Amen. We ought to miss heaven every day. We ought to want to go to heaven every day. Be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. The Bible said then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury and the form of his vistas had changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. So when those fiery darts come mining your way and God's gave us that shield to protect us, Sister Chelsea, we got to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We got to understand, Brother Rayleigh, if we get in the middle of the fire, God will be in the middle with us. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Sister Donna didn't have an idea that Shadrach and them was going to get, and that Jesus was going to get in the fire with them. But he showed up in the fire. I don't know about y'all. You can stand. I'm I'm shutting her down. I don't know about y'all. But Brother Orlando, I've been in the middle of the fire, and Jesus has been right in the middle of the fire with me. Me and Honey is taking up walking. Probably me more so than her, but by the grace of God, she goes with me. And I appreciate that, but 
we was walking this past Friday, and um, you know we, Sister Lando, we there was all kind of trails. There's easy trails and they're medium, moderate. They call them moderate. They ain't moderate. They kind of for a sixty-year-old person, they kind of hard. But anyway, I'll leave that with some of the other crowd. Then there's really extreme, really difficult ones. We ain't braved enough yet to get none of them, but we're anticipating that we'll grow to that point one day. But here's what I notice on that trail. They don't always start out, Brother Allen, really, really hard. A lot of times they're really easy, but they'll grow, and sometimes you'll go until your tongue's about hanging out to your chin. But by the grace of God, Brother Rayleigh, you get to the top of a hill, and you get to go down, and you get to coast a little while. Sister Joy, about the time you've caught your breath and you turned a corner or two, it's time to go back uphill. So I said that to say this, Brother Chris. That's the way mine and your faith is. Sometimes your faith is at the top, Sister Chelsea, and you feel like MC Hammer and you can look the devil in the eye and say, you can't touch this. I'm sorry, Brother Chris. Amen. Brother Mike, there's other times when you're in the bottom and you thank God. If I make it, it's only by your mercy and your grace. But church, I'm just telling you, don't put down your shield of faith. Because you may not need faith. You may not needed it yesterday. You might not need it today. But Sister Mary, you may wake up in the morning. You may need faith. Join me as we worship as we close. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806. Or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.